This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 525, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 8th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 525. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, November the 8th, recording this on the 15th of November. So it's our last chance to look back at the week that was before we start talking about the comics that just came out today. Um, now, unfortunately, I just have been very behind in my reading. I've been ill, and all sorts of stuff has been going on with me, so unfortunately that means this is going to be a super quick episode. So I I somehow only had a chance to read two books that came out on November the 8th. Um, those include Action Comics and X-Men Gold, and those are very different comics. Uh, so first up, Action Comics. This is, as I said, issue number 991, with a pretty awful cover, um, really bad perspective. It's a weird, fat-looking Superman doing the classic kind of Superman with the chains and busting them off, but the art couldn't be more terrible, and there's a variant cover, I guess, with... Um, uh, kind of a bat, uh, Batfleck and Gal Gadot versions of uh, both Batman and Wonder Woman, um, respectively, and, and that's a nice cover. It's more on the Wonder Woman. It's the nice kind of visual touch that you can tell it's supposed to be Gal. Um, the Batman, eh, it, it, you can kind of take it or leave it. Um, so even though I wasn't a big fan of the cover, uh, the cover is by I guess Nick Bradshaw and Brad Anderson. Yeah, I could see the Bradshaw. Um, faces there. Um, the interior art is actually by Victor Bogdanovich, which I actually really enjoyed. And it, at times I thought it had um, it had a certain quality that reminded me of... Um, oh my god, now I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Greg Capullo. Um, certain, uh, certain details in the faces specifically kind of reminded me of that. Although in that first page of Superman and Zod kind of um, glowering at each other, uh, Superman's eye seems not to be looking at Zod at all, but actually at the reader, and it's kind of weird. It's like he's looking out the side of his eye at you. Um, it's written by Jan Jurgens, who also does the breakdown art. Um, I thought artistically this book looked better than it read. I just felt like the storyline has kept going, and here we finally get to have Superman discovering more of the actual Oz stuff in terms of what's been going on in the prison, where uh, Mr. Mitzipitlik was, uh, what happened to, to Doomsday. Um, and it, This obviously is, is meant to set up more about what we're going to get in Doomsday Clock. Um, which I'm, I'm kind of ready to have happen. Uh, this arc, this arc just felt a little uh, dragged along. Like it felt like it was stretched out and didn't need to be as long as it was, and didn't always work as as well as I think it was intended. But it was okay. Like I, I give it like a I don't know six and a half. I again I, I think the art here was great. Um, the story by Jurgens was okay. It wasn't his strongest by any means, but um, it, and and I'm not sure if I really like this version of Jor-el and what it kind of says about the character and its purpose. Like it just felt like after all this mystery, I don't think anyone was really pleased with the result. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I just feel like uh, for as long as it was teased out about who Mister Oz was. I just don't think this really worked. And why is he even called Mr. Oz? Like, I don't know. A lot of it just didn't quite add up to me. Uh, next up and last up is X-Men Gold 15, which is Mojo Worldwide Part 5. Um, I'm such a huge fan of this arc. I'm really enjoying it. This issue is by Mark Guggenheim and Diego Bernard. I thought, I don't know Diego Bernard's art from anywhere else, but I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, the art was clean, concise, uh, great colors, great inks. I just thought it... 
It looked like a fantastic... It was just a fantastic-looking book, and the idea that we got to see characters and situations from the past, I thought, really worked as well. Um, this was immensely entertaining and satisfying um, in a way that I don't know if a book has been in a while. Like it, The X the X books are, are good right now. I'm enjoying Gold and Blue, but this issue in particular, the art was so good, it just... It just had a certain energy that just crackled off the page, and the writing by Guggenheim was extremely smart and on point. Uh, excited to see where this storyline goes um, into the final chapter, I believe. Um, and I like that, you know, the fact that you're getting issues of X Men every week is that you're getting, you know, a ch- each chapter of uh, the storyline is every week because it's X Men Gold and X Men Blue. And the fact that you're crisscrossing between the two is actually kind of nice when they have a synergy like this. Um, this was a immensely satisfying and entertaining i'm actually gonna give it a nine which um yeah i think it very much deserves this was a great book um there's a lot of books that came out in november 8th i didn't get a chance to talk about because i only read two obviously uh they included batman lost number one uh coyotes number one a new issue of daredevil i think this is the first issue in the legacy numbering um second issue of the falcon um justice league of america master of kung fu moon knight miss marvel ragman uh, Runaways, She-Hulks, Spider-Man, Deadpool. Oh my crap! There was so much stuff. Star Wars, Suicide Squad, Superwoman, Supergirl, The Flash, Titans, Wonder Woman, Venom, Uncanny Avengers, Titans. Like there was a ton of stuff. And then even just looking forward at the coming week on uh, November fifteenth releases, some of the highlights include Aquaman, Batman, Batwoman, Dark Knights. Uh, the Batman Who Laughs, Green Lantern, Super Sons, Amazing Spider-Man, Ben Riley's Gone Spider, Champions, Gardens of the Galaxy, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, The Punisher, X-Men Blue. So there's a lot of books that we're going to be talking about hopefully next week if I have a chance to actually sit down and read them. Uh, but anyways, thank you for joining us for this very quick episode of Comic Shenanigans. Uh, look at taking a look at the releases from November the 8th. Uh, you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook. Read and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next episode, episode 526, will be our spotlight on the Justice League movie, uh, which at this moment should be uh, Paul Scores, Tibor Mate, uh, Chris Lucas, and Tim Kerr joining me. Uh, so that should be a fun episode for 526. Uh, 528, the following week, should be a conversation with Ed Brisson. We've been working on scheduling, but it should finally come about. Uh, the week after that will probably be a conversation with Corey Sadelmeyer. Uh, I'm really excited about having that conversation. That should be recording in the next week. Um, so yeah, some great stuff coming up. And then we have um, some content in December that we're still working on t- scheduling for, but hopefully it'll be a good month. And uh, at some point I might get back to kind of doing kind of non-interview episodes as well. Um, I, I know that uh, Tim Riley's ready to jump back on the show to talk about more Iron Man, and there's some other th- stuff that he'd love to talk about as well. So hopefully we'll get to... Uh, to explore a little bit more of that and have some more conversations with him as well. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll catch you next time for everyone at Comic Shenanigans, which is basically me. Bye-bye.